this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect Let me make sure we're good on the audio Yeah, okay, that's playing going through Alrighty Uh-oh Ah, stupid stream overlay. Hold on. Stupid fucking stream overlay. It's gonna be. I'll be back. I'll be back. Oh my god! There we go. It's back. Okay. I want a refund. <laughs> I want a refund. We what? Want a refund? We aren't even paid product yet. <laughs> All right. So welcome to Press Start to Play Las Vegas's seventh best geek talk show. Yeah, add, add like six more to that. One, two, three, four. One. <laughs> the seventh greatest geek talk show in Las Vegas. Or unless you add Ben's there, we're in the 14th. Either or. Hooray! <laughs> I'm your host, the Perpetual Player 1, Dan. And as always, it is the Perpetual Player 2, the Reckless Renegade, and the douchebag on the mic who is responsible for Roman Reigns' WrestleMania push. Oh, that's, that was you? That was me. Oh. God, I feel bad for that one now. Yeah, seriously. Oh, uh, what a dick I was. Richie's currently knocked out. Richie's currently, <laughs> yeah. He's been playing way too much Monster Hunter and not sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Alma's currently in ALA. Yeah, she is. So instead, we got... The the replacement. <laughs> <laughs> the backup. The perpetual uh, background noise, who is now the foreground noise. I hate that word. <laughs> foreground I noise. Yep. Because it sounds too much like foreskin, huh? I guess. <laughs> Foreground sounds too much like foreskin, huh? Nope. I'm That's the one that, man, I'm right? the girl that you probably don't come for because the one you come for is not here, but... Well, it's because you keep wearing please, sweaters. Please stop saying come for. <laughs> please, please stop using that term. No. I love that term. Don't. Please I, stop using come for. Nope. I mean... The, You're my this is no, the, you, like, I by mean, the way. My, that my my mind's perpetually in the gutter, but I mean, yeah, let's say that's asking a lot. Right you think about it, because um, I mean, the phrase that all that uh, Tula Varuru and I come up with is, "She's the reason you come, and I'm the reason you stay." <laughs> and I'm the one you don't come for. So yep. this is Aki. It's all right. Just put your dicks away, boys. All right. It's uh, sweater time. <laughs> it's sweater weather, boys. <laughs> All right. Who wants to talk about their weeks? Uh, it's been a while since uh, we didn't do a podcast last week. Yeah, because we were busy, you know, suffering at Otakon. Ooh. Oh. Do you guys want to talk about that right now? Let's get that yeah, out Yeah, we right. can just go for the throat yeah. there. Yeah, fuck it. Let's talk about Otakon Vegas right now. So let's. we're just going to jump right into the dismantling of Otakon Vegas so, 2018. So let's uh, kind of set things up first. Uh, it's already been confirmed that Otakon Vegas is in a indefinite hiatus. Or they try to learn from past uh, the past cons and learn to uh, make the con a better time. Right. And I think one of those things, like, we'll get into it as we continue to talk about it. But I was talking with some of my friends. And one of the things that they made a great point about is they have to understand that the Vegas, they have to understand that we're not, they have to come to Vegas and want to have a con in Vegas, not to have, not and just see us as dollar signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's very easy to tell when they see that. Right. You can see it this year for fuck's sake. The, oh, yeah. Like, 
I went Friday and Saturday, and just you could tell that the energy in this con was was just dead. No, yeah, it wasn't there. And um, like I only went on uh, Saturday because honestly, like I just I, I honestly didn't have an interest in going. Right. I didn't even cosplay. Normally, I, I cosplay for like every anime convention, and this year I just did not fucking cosplay. And it's not just because I came from work; I just didn't fucking feel like it. Nah, it's just one of those things, or it's just like the effort. Like I like I personally appreciate all the effort that the cosplayers who did show up did put in because their cosplays were amazing. Check out our Facebook page; I took a lot of photos. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Sorry, my camera died near the end of the day. So, but I did get a lot of great cosplays. There were a lot of really good cosplays there. God bless them for that. And God bless them for that, because God knows that shit is not fucking easy at all. No, it ain't. Um, but really, to be honest, the only, for me, the the only good thing about press, uh, press Oda- start to play con someday. One day. Well, about Otakon was the cosplayers. Like, they helped make that con at least somewhat enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I'm going to talk about, like, the single day I went. Okay. So, I was already in a kind of a bad mood going into Otacon Vegas on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, you were. Because tires... Tires was, tires was the theme of the day. Yeah. Well, what was the odd that both of you got it? Well, mine had, mine had been leak, had been leaking for the last couple, like, the last month or so. I got it filled up and like, oh, hey, I think you have a leak in your tire. You should get it fixed. And I figured I was hanging out with the, I was hanging out with one of my friends over in Henderson. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go to the discount tire over there. Before I go to the con, mm-hmm. no big deal. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. And then I just found out like I had a f- huge screw in my tire, so I had to wait two more hours before I had to go out of Vegas to uh, go. Right. And it's never a good sign when I go to pick up my press pass and they go, um, so what do we do for press? Yeah, no, that's always a really bad. That's always really bad. <laughs> and so I had to wait like another 15 minutes because they didn't know what to do like they had to call they had to play phone tag with their upper their upper management to understand what which they makes do. me think that you might have been the first person to pick up a press badge that which we know is not true because Aruru got one true you know what's fucking funny when you told me that story it was actually that happened their very first year at Otakon it took them 13 fucking people just to pull up my pre-register mm-hmm. 13 fucking people and you think it's like I feel like Honestly, the Sotocon isn't connected to the one in the East Coast because if it's the one in the fucking East Coast, you would think they would be expecting this with all their bullshit, especially mm-hmm. from their first to their last year. Mm-hmm. They would so, be prepared for this. Hold mm-hmm. on. And would get their shit together and know what to do during a pre-registration and not take 13 fucking people just to look for a badge or 13 fucking people just to figure out what to do with press. So this, to pose a question for that do you think that falls more on the vegas volunteers and vegas staff or does that fall on the heads of the con for, I, n- for not training I, honestly to personally it's a bit of both right like it's vegas staff like if you volunteer for this you kind of you should have presented yourself as someone who's knowledgeable in this stuff right, right. It's if you're in the position where you're gonna be in the passes you should have been like yeah i know how to do this stuff right there's there's no it's like one of those <laughs> it's kind of like like a job market or just we'll cut that we'll cut the market out just like a job if someone tells you hey dan you're going to be working pre you're going to be working the the ticket you're going to be working pre-reg wouldn't your first thing to be like all right what is everything i need to know mm-hmm. that i could potentially that you've experienced mm-hmm. and and it's like first year is minutely understandable yeah mm-hmm. it's understandable but the fifth year 
But the fifth year, not knowing what you're fucking doing when it comes to to handing out badges and shit mm -hmm. is just unacceptable. Like, I gr granted I didn't show up first day until like one o'clock, so I just walked in and go. But even then, that was a fucking chore. It's like, all right, it's like I bought my ticket, cool. All right, now now can I see your ID? I'm like, what? Why? Okay. Why do you need my? I was like, first of all, you already saw my ID when I gave you my card. Why do you need it again? I was thinking that, but it was like, oh, we just want to put your information. It's like, I don't, what do you need? My, I'm just sitting there like, could you tell me why you need my information? Is it because if I lose my, and I'm probably assuming it's to help me if I lose my badge, but I'm personally one of those people who's like, if I lose my badge, that's my bad. You don't lose your ticket. <laughs> nice word play here. It's true. It's like it's like if you bought a ticket to a concert and you lost the ticket. That's your. Fault. That's your own fucking yeah, fault. Yeah, they have no responsibility to replace your ticket. Right. It's like if you went or like a music festival. I'm sure if you went to like fucking Firefly Festival, <laughs> you would get a show first of all. Mm -hmm. But if you lost your badge, like after the first day, they're not gonna be like, oh yeah, we remember you. Go on in. So and the stat for the story is like, and then oh, they finally like oh, this is so this is how you get a press pass. They call another person just to confirm, like, do press get three-day passes or just the day? Obviously three-day. Most, unless specified otherwise, it's safe to assume that press gets all three days, I would assume. I would assume. Yeah. Unless it's, I mean, I don't know if there's a con that does daily press badges because it's like, oh, you know, we only want certain coverage. But in our experience with yeah. Autocon before, no. every time we got in the press badge, it's always been it's, for every three days. Oh, yeah, no, it's been a weekend pass because it's just... Here you go. So again, five years in the making, that's something they should have known right away. Right. Right. See, um, here's what I'm going to point out. When the, here in the volunteers, I used to be a volunteer director for Anime Vegas and a program director. So the fact that, it, and I trained my volunteers right away. I said, you're going to be doing this. This is who's going to be with you. He can run you through it. Come to me if you need anything. And I would assign them to panel rooms. I assign them to the registration. I would assign them to where they are, and I would tell them what they need to do while they're there. Right. And then as a program director, you do not wait until the very last fucking minute to post to a... Yeah, to last week program. and a half. Mm. Yeah, last week and a half. It took me... <laughs> okay, granted, when I was doing as a program director, it took me maybe a few months just to get all the um, panel stuff out. Get those panels finalized, and then I had to take it to printer, and then I had to get it looked over from both the head higher ups, the other staff members, and all that. And then I got to put it out, and then I released it. Maybe I think it was like a month before the con. Well, that's what it was there. And that's a good that's a good window to yeah. have your stuff start coming out because a month before the con, you know, you got a lot of you're gonna always have the people that are like, oh my god, I'm going to this con no matter what, boom, 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 boom. Exactly. But that last month leading into your con that's the best time to get people who are just kind of like on the fence about it yeah because you're literally like on crunch time you're like okay i need to get this out now but don't wait until a week especially when people have panels they want to know if their panels are being finalized into being in there right they want to the cosplayers and tanks want to know what they're they expect for like cosplay masquerade timed windows of when are when am i supposed to do this um attendees like what is there for me to fucking do Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so besides that, anyone have anything else they want to say about the this organization part of the con? Um, I can probably guess that they moved Artist Alley into, like, 
help drive up ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I can almost that's what I'm willing to bet was the purpose of it. Someone else would would tell me otherwise and I'm almost willing to put my I'd be willing to put something down that they're just blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. But that front area felt so dead. Yeah, it was empty. Like there was nothing out there. Well, and it's so weird cuz the first for so long that was where you went to hang out that's where people went to go to relax mm-hmm. it was either there or that you know that general hallway that leads up to the With all the chairs and stuff all the chairs and shit but for the longest time artist alley was a nice place to go you know relax Fo- photographers could get some photo shoots in you know nothing nothing too rough about it but this theory was just like a few tables mismatched chairs on top of it Apparently, I heard uh, heard from the Dillers pe- people, one of the people in the Dillers Hall, that mm-hmm. they didn't know until the day before about their setup in the Dillers Hall, what they're doing in electricity and like whether they were going to be in there or not. Hmm. Right. I mean, from what I from what I understood, I haven't asked what the full story was, but I heard Artist Alley itself was a fucking headache. But you could really tell that Otakon was not trying was care. was just kind of in cruise was in cruise control. Mm-hmm. It, it was came, totally phoned in. It was phoned in when it came to, you know, getting their staff ready, getting their fucking con ready. Announcing their guests. Announcing, ev- like, literally everything about, everything about Otakon Vegas 2018 felt like E.T. phone home type shit. Mm-hmm. No, it felt like, um, not gonna lie, it felt like Anime Land in Vegas. Anyway. I wasn't there for that, so I wouldn't know. Anime Land Vegas had the same problems, last minute stuff. They literally had to shut down on their last day of their first year. And, and then after that, it was just hell. But it's just, it's rough to see. It's it's rough to see a cons last year. You would think with the ins, the unknown coming forward, you would want to, like, hope that there would they would be like no we're gonna go out with a, at least a, if with this a is our last year we're gonna go out with a bang but one of our one of our mutuals said it best it didn't go out with a bang it went out with a whimper it did mm-hmm. okay so let's we talked this, uh, that's kind of enough about the organization mm-hmm. let's just talk about the actual content they con did you guys go to any panels i actually did not that's because the fucking panel rooms were all over the place like the one thing I was always okay with when it came to um, Otakon's panel setup is that it was always that area. Mm-hmm. The dealer's hall was where it was. Mm-hmm. Main events. And, and da, 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 da. And, but this year, everything just felt all... Scrambled. It's like you have one thing. You have the workshop thing here. You have the main thing. You have down this hallway, you have a panel room, even though they claimed there, there, was, gonna, there was two, but there wasn't. Um, you have the autograph room, which was doing other things aside from that. Then you had like one random one, like across from the main hall. It just it felt so disconjointed from it, from from everything. And one thing I don't know, I can never really truly understand when it comes to like program guys, is why the fuck don't they put the times of what. Like the times of when the events. Yeah. Oh, like I love. I can appreciate that they at least put the event in there so you can know what the event's supposed to be. But why the fuck do they never? I don't care if they don't put the panel room in because you can eventually find it. There's not. It's not a fucking huge con. You're not going to get lost completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I hate the fact that when I look at a program guy and I look at something like, oh, what's this? Cool. When is it? Because uh, they assume people, because I will admit, with the program director, I had to do both. Mm-hmm. And I was a little annoyed when they said, oh, we're going to take out the panels. I was like, no, you're going to keep those times in there. 
They basically do a thing where they assume people will just go up to the side of the panel room and say, oh, uh, Ben's panel's at 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. God, All that right, would I'll be, just come... that'd be the weirdest three hours. I'm ever. just playing some. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> After about an hour of jerking off, I'd be like, all right. What now? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was like, all right, Ben's panel is at this time in panel room one. Well, I don't have to go back. I don't have to look at this program guy. Well, the problem with that, just to, like to that. piggyback off of that, is that the the things had nothing on them. I had no idea what the fuck was happening ever. Like, I was look on day two, I was looking for the karaoke room. I didn't know until I looked through every single panel room that they were doing it in the maid cafe. Wow. You didn't have to pay to get in. But that's where it was. I was like, well, fuck. There was a May Cafe? I didn't see that at all. <laughs> it's, the May Cafe was where it was, oh, where it's always been. It's been right next to that little, like, um, Photo help booth. booth. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, help, that help area. Oh. Right inside the Wow. Door. It's almost as if they did have, had a poor time of, like... Helping people. Or um, advertising debts. Right? Yep. But yeah, and can Artist we... Alley himself, like... I don't know. I, the, when I went there, I got that vibe of, like... A regret there. <laughs> by all the artists for signing up and paying for a table. I just I got that like vibe coming in there. Right, like it's one of those things. Like you're happy to you're happy that people are buying your work and you know people are supporting your work, but at the same time, it's like these people need to make money. Mm -hmm. And and I don't I'm willing to bet that Oticon tables aren't cheap just because they're in Planet Hollywood and Planet Hollywood wants to get their money and mm -hmm. Oticon needs to get their money. Mm -hmm. So I. I'd have to ask one of my artist friends mm -hmm. How much what, they paid? what they paid and if they even got close to breaking even, let alone... Enough to pay back to him. Actually, no. I have a friend who's an artist. You know her. Kalika? Yeah, Kalika. She um, told me when she went there, it was a huge headache for her. She was stressed out, but when I asked her how's business, she said, well, I made enough to make back the table itself. And just the table. I and don't I, know. Can, I can guarantee that's probably not the same for everyone that was there. No, like... I'm pretty sure I don't know how much of my bed costs like a lot just to have a table if you can make back a table that's good but you want more than just making back oh, yeah. yeah you go there to try to make a profit not yeah. to break even no one, right. no one tries to go to break no, even no one goes into business to break even or lose money because otherwise what's the, if I could have just went and paid off my table I might as well have just fucking sat outside the con like fucking passing buttons out mm -hmm. uh, so yeah artist alley tables like you know there was like, art okay I was never there was never an issue with like content there like art, I always there's always like wide variety of artists oh yeah always nice art like Ben if you guys saw on the Facebook page like he posted everything that he got really nice art there mm -hmm. so again. I bought something from one of my old cosplay at slash anime Vegas buddies mm -hmm. and I had a little patch I still don't have to do it with the patch but I'm gonna do something with it and then the actual like dealer's room itself <laughs> oh no it was it was fine it was fine it was fine no scam boots. There was no scam boots. So oh, that was God. nice. Too bad it had to be the last one. They finally learned a lesson about that. Right? Yeah. But, um, really, it's just... I bought, like, maybe two plushies while I was there. A Moogle and a Chocobo. No, you also got a lamp. Oh, and a lamp. I got a Moogle, a Chocobo, and a slime lamp. But, again, I feel like what I saw on that second day was pretty much the representative of the entire weekend. Cause well, yeah, no, because day two was busier than day one. Was it? Yes. It was okay. Saturday. Okay. There was more people day two, but if you could, like, you could just feel that there was no real energy. There wasn't, like, there was, Sabacon had more fucking energy than mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Level Up has more energy than mm -hmm. this. Okay. Past Otacons have had more energy than yes. this. That's why it was so, 
depressing for me to just be kind of like there and I'm just like wow I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. that's basically what happened like I hung around the artist hall I hung around the dealer's hall and then that's it just I made it a, like if I if I wasn't a photo- if I wasn't taking photographs I would have been super fucking angry if I was a con goer I wouldn't I would be up I'd be upset because I just feel like you for sixty five dollars. Even for a day pass. I had to pay sixty five dollars to take photographs. I don't get paid for that. <laughs> so let's kind of like just wrap up. What what did and Autocon Vegas do wrong? Let's try to like analyze this. Like what were their mistakes? O- overall or just this year? Overall. Last minute. No, 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 no overall. No. Overall, overall, like as their entire time here in Vegas. I don't think they really one of the big things is that they never truly cared. Not I don't think they didn't care. I think they cared in the first couple of years. And it's probably because it's like, oh shit, we're you know, we're you could tell the first year they had the premiere space dandy, oh, yeah. and the following year they had fucking Annie Song. Annie Song, all this shit. Third year was Space Cowboy. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy yeah. Bebop was close <laughs> enough. Yeah, the name like yeah. Escape me. Uh, but this, okay, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm trying to like conceptualize this. So I honestly think this Autocon Vegas to me could never really, I could never shake the vibe off that this was a corporate con. Yeah. It never felt like locals for locals. It never felt like a Vegas con for Vegas folks. And it felt like Autocon trying to capitalize on just their name and the hope that it's just in this big city like Las Vegas. Yeah. That's really the truth. That's actually pretty much the best way to go about it. The thing is, I will still hold my word to this that they still try to treat it like. Otacon East. Otacon East. Yeah. That's what Daniel's Daniel's saying is that they're literally. They came here basically on on the. on but the there's laurels? also on, more, on the rest, yeah, on their laurels. No, on there's laurels. also no reason why they came to Vegas too. I know this reason from the Anime Vegas staff meetings. Yeah, they tried to uh, try to cut mm-hmm. in on AX's. Uh, yeah, they tried to be the biggest. They wanted to be the biggest West Coast convention to hope the god to maybe get run, make AX run for their money. So they put themselves with higher standards than they should yeah. have because. Remember when we talked about GameCon? Like, especially for first-time cons, you gotta set the bar low. You gotta, yeah. you gotta shoot. You got, you can't shoot for. Well, there's nothing wrong, wrong with shooting. With there's nothing wrong with shooting for the moon. And while I do, I do stand by what I said about GameCon because they're they're a similar thing. They made a similar thing about o, what Otacon did is that they were a East Coast con coming to the West. Mm-hmm. Why you'd want to try and come right out the gates and try to compete with AX is no. Everybody's fucking night. Even if you are Otacon. Even if you are, are Otacon, but if you are going to do that, get a convention center if that's what you want to do. Not straight don't, to a... Don't go to a, con- don't go to a, a hotel. We have so many... Co- I'm not saying you got to like... I'm not, dis- I'm not dissing the venue. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're I'm not dissing the venue, but I'm not saying you got to go to Cashman Center. I'm not saying you got to like... Oh. Or, or to Las Vegas Convention Center because that's... Yes, that's too big. We all know it's too big. Yeah, but I actually think Cashman Center would have been a great start for a start for Otacon Vegas. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no. First, if I think first year if it had been at Cashman, it would have been great. And then you could eat, then you could like gauge it and see if you can get into like the Las Vegas 
I think it honestly, because I didn't know that that was the thing. Like, it wanted to compete with AX. You need to be in a convention center. You cannot be in a conference area. You need, or hell, even where I work would have been a better fucking. Because the real. That's where Fantast is. Because real, because where I work is the real, and our our conference area is meant for that shit. There's mm-hmm. parking there. Mm-hmm. There's specific parking, so you can just go right to the con. And free parking. Free parking too. Well, free there's free parking at Planet Hollywood. But the thing that always was, and one of the things that people have said to me about uh, Otakon Vegas is that it's really, it's really awkward for them to walk through the Miracle Mile through the casino yep. and then get up there. Yeah. Which is why I think if you are going to use a casino, know the layouts, mm-hmm. understand that people have to walk through these areas. See, again, using my work as an example, the Rio is. That's it. That entire back area of the casino is the, con- is the convention center. Okay. So it's easy. So people can just go. And again, there's a parking. There's a parking lot just for the con- the con- the convention center. They don't have to go to the casino. They don't have to go to the casino. They can. That way, photographers and everybody is like, if cosplayers want to take photos, they don't have to like fucking walk to the. They don't have to go to the casino. They don't have to get in trouble. It's also really cheap fucking rooms, but that's not the point. <laughs> jump off yours too. Mm-hmm. Um, with Evo is the same way with Manly Bay's convention center because I worked for Manly Bay. They have their own separate parking lot mm-hmm. garage now. Granted, because it's MGM, they gotta pay. But so parking's not fucking free. <laughs> parking's not fucking free. So parking's that's where, not free in Vegas anymore. That's where your work has the advantage. But mm-hmm. no, they have a whole entire convention center. They even expanded it and took out like half of. Some, I can't remember what they took out, but they took out something to make the convention center even bigger. And it was there, like, people can enter through the Shark Reef area, mm-hmm. they can um, go straight down to their hotel rooms and mm-hmm. don't have to cut through the fucking casino itself. Mm-hmm. They can just go through that just nice little. They don't have area. to associate with the normal people. <laughs> yeah, like, they can easily just go through that, and there's so many back ways to get through it, too, mm-hmm. even through Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. They can just up there, and that's where it would have been good, too, is, like, right. you said, Rio, conference... It's like with fan. I know FanFest is at Rio yeah. this year, and I'm actually going to that. And I heard it's a better location than Paris. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> a lot of the Final Fantasy fan people really love the area because they're not cutting through the casino or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's off the main strip. Yeah, which is always great because no one wants to actually drive to the strip. No, and that's my gripe with Palm <laughs> Vegas. That's it sucks. And that's my gripe. It with, sucks. Yeah. But that's my gripe with Palm Vegas because when I cosplayed Blue Snow uh, one year. I having was, to walk to the yeah. Yeah, I did not want to walk in my fucking bra and panties in the casino in a fucking white sheet and just have panties over my head and get pulled like pulled aside going, ma'am, what the fuck is wrong with Man, you? what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Like you don't really care about normies normies like, you know, gotten you. But when you're wearing that, you have to admit it's still a little awkward. It's awkward. You're getting the stairs, you're gonna have security yeah. pulling to the side, but like mm-hmm. I think Going to Planet Hollywood was a bad move on them, and yeah, that they was should have yeah they should have started at uh, Cash yeah Cashman. That's what Anthony Vegas said. They started at Cashman. They went to the Renaissance Hotel, learned their lesson because let's get it. Renaissance sucks. It's a walking sardine can. Yeah, it sucks. It's <laughs> Alexis Park Hotel. It's like yeah, that fucking venue sucks, but it was great for like small cons until you expanded mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's just one of those things that I said it for the longest time, especially since I was always hearing negative things about like the um, like their attendance numbers. It's like, well, why don't you go to a cheaper venue? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Go to a cheaper venue. Lower the prices. Low, well. No, because again, the problem with 
Sixty-five dollars for this weekend and oh, yeah. the content wasn't worth it. Oh no, that's something. Forty-five dollars wasn't worth it. The thing, the problem that you're going to run into is because of where they are. They had. They have to be. They have to set their prices high. Mm -hmm. You can't just. You can't lowball it because then they're not going to make money and mm -hmm. they if they're in the red, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. At least if it was a smaller venue, you could have kept the price at something reasonable. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I think if they could have gone, honestly, they could have gone to like more. If they wanted to be more of that Vegas, but you go somewhere that has a local vibe to it. You go to a state, or not like a station, a fucking a Boyd Gaming Casino. Fuck, go downtown. Yeah. Downtown is like the shit right now for nerds. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've seen the places. Yeah. Um, one thing I also want to touch on is like, it felt like they never got Vegas people to staff. Because yeah, from what I can tell, like most of the people who were in charge were always on the East Coast. Yeah. It never felt like it was Vegas Con run by Vegas people. Right. No. And I never got that vibe from it. If, I honestly feel like if they actually had Vegas people running it, or at least having important like decisions... People understanding how the Vegas market works. Then it would have been a little bit more successful. Like I, The idea of like setting, signing for a five-year contract with Planet Hollywood, that was a mistake, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Never do long-term shit in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're just starting out. Always year to year. Maybe a two-year contract at your best. Yeah. If you're really just confident, you at least want to do this twice. But to to jump the gun and do a five-year contract, see how well those work in sports. Yeah. yeah. How well do five-year five year contracts? Daniel and I can attest to this more. So I don't know how well you follow sports. So. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't watch sports. So, yeah. like... When you get a five-year contract, unless you're somebody who is guaranteed to not, and the pro the other problem you run into is that people will leave before five years. Mm -hmm. Like if, using the sports analogy, it's either they either get cut before their five years are up, coaches, mm -hmm. or they leave before their five years are up, players. Yep. And for this one, it feels like neither neither side wanted to be the one who's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Although, to be honest, Planet Hollywood, it's one of those things that Vegas doesn't lose anything by losing. No. Vegas as a whole doesn't lose anything by losing an anime con. Only no. we lose that. Yeah. Yeah. So, final thoughts on Autocon Vegas. Um, Good riddance until you get your shit straight. Yeah, get your, literally just get your shit together. Hopefully, they, hopefully we can find something to replace it. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be one because I know there's been nerd cons popping up here and there in Vegas. But no, it's literally just like a they need to get their shit together. They actually need to listen to their attendees on the what yeah. they did wrong mm -hmm. and what we, the Vegas community, wanted in the convention. Like, they mm -hmm. need to understand that we're Vegas. It takes us a while, like, especially since... Who was it I had a conversation I had a conversation with, like, don't remember who it was, but it for was Vegas... It was the head of GameCon. Oh, yeah, it was the head of GameCon. Mm -hmm. Where, um, we, um take a while for us to accept get, accept a convention because we have seen come, come, rise, and go. come and go rise and fall and every single time we're very cautious on the convention so if you're going to stay there you need to give us a reason to go right. if you don't give us a reason to go we are not going to go and if we do go and we find something we're going to say <laughs> something so yeah, you better take it to heart so and the fact that they um i think what happened was they got over the head with how and well the first one did. The first three went, and then their fourth year came in, and it was just 
Okay. Last year was like, yeah, last year, the best way I could sum up last year was like, it was okay. It was okay. I'm, I was a little bit more biased because it was my first con, my first con doing full cosplay and I was staying there. So I was able yeah. to enjoy, I was able to enjoy it a little bit more. And I feel like last year's con, we also had a panel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I had a personal interest in it, but as someone who had to pay to go this time, it was, I was upset. It was honestly not worth a one day pass to go. Mm-hmm. Like even though it was not they didn't give me a reason to spend the sixty five dollars to go. Like I'm kinda glad I didn't ask for the time off for this <laughs> I was about to ask for the time off, but I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean I was fortunate enough that my days off coincided. Coincided with the con, but no, this no. final for, final thoughts for me, like I'm always gonna think about the potential it had. Oh yeah, and but how much it bungled that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there was it could have been. It really did have potential, despite on them alone. Yeah, it had the potential to become big, but they just they set again. They set their sights too high and they went too fast. And they had and they never did anything to help actually achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they didn't listen to any of the comments yeah. or yeah. complaints or anything. Yeah, because it's like again. Put it in a convention area. Put shit in it. Get your staff. Get your staff together. You have potential. I do agree with Daniel that Otakon Vegas, in its first few years, it had that potential. I was excited for Otakon Vegas. Yeah. I was excited for this year's Otakon Vegas until January rolled around and we had heard nothing. 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 We like December came and went. I'm like, there's no information. And then suddenly it's just like that one day it was like boom 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 guess 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 here's the panels I think it says a lot when I don't feel anything about Otacon Vegas mm. being gone and yet if I ever think about like places that things like level up or Sabacon never ending I would legit feel sad yeah cause I feel well I think it's because we it's because those cons in particular were Vegas grown, grown yeah. from here so it's like if we lose something like if we lose level up or if we lose Sabacon it probably would feel similar to a lot of people when Anime Vegas bit the bullet mm-hmm. or AnimegaCon I don't know how many years that was going on but Two Anime because Be- An- Anime Vegas just to give you an idea of how long it was going Anime Vegas was going around when I was in high school 10 years 10 years like I got, I, my friends would be like, "Oh, I'm going to Anime Vegas," and they were so fucking excited about it. And I wasn't an anime, so I'm like, "You, you, you, boo, boo, <laughs> you fucking nerds." No, 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 no. I couldn't say that. I know, I, I know, I know. I mean, I was a jock. I was a jock, so I did start giving them wedgies every once. In a while. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerds. And then I get my cell. And then I get my cell phone because I remember I play fucking JRPGs and whack off to hentai. So I'm like, "Well, fuck me." <laughs> So yeah, the Otacon Vegas started with a bang, ended with a whimper. Yeah. Let's uh, continue to support our our local local cons. Support your local cons. Let's, let's go level up 2018. Another thing I'm going to add is if mm. a convention is coming from the East Coast and they're trying to compete with AX, you never want to get that <laughs> poor move. Like those three first three years, if they had kept it up the way they did, they might have gotten something towards AX uh-huh. level, but yeah. they got over their head and they tried to compete with a bigger convention and it... To Daniel's point, I think really what actually, honestly, I think what probably did them in more so than anything as far as like trying to keep up with AX uh-huh. is location. Oh yeah, definitely location too. The loca- uh, Planet Hollywood is a fabulous casino, and I'm not just saying that because my mom works up. But 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 because it actually is a very nice hotel. 
it's a very terrible place for a con like that for yep. com- for a nerd convention. Yep. Unless you are staying there, because if you're staying there, you just go down an elevator and you're good to go. No mm-hmm. big deal. You don't have to walk through the crowd. You don't have to do any of that shit. You're but boom, if you're boom. a majority of like us locals, locals have to walk through the fucking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most locals aren't going to do staycations. Yeah, most locals do not get a room at the venue if they're if we're here. Not nah, they're that expensive. Yeah. They're yeah. not. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's uh, our last final thoughts on. But Otacon please Vegas. stay in the East Coast if you're not gonna. Oh, I don't think I think Otacon Prime is fine. I don't think. No, I'm just saying they, they can stay in the East Coast. They can yeah. be the number one convention in the East Coast. They yeah. just don't come to the West. I don't think they're gonna lose sleep over losing Otacon Vegas. Let's be honest. I think that's what hurts me the most. Yeah, they're yeah. not gonna lose sleep. That's what hurts me the most is that this year failed and they probably don't even care. Mm-hmm. They're probably thinking, oh, thank God we don't do those anymore. Right. That's what hurts the most. Well, time to be on a uh, con depression until the next convention. Level up. Level up. All right. So, uh, now that I got that away, anybody have anything to actually want to talk about with your weeks? Oh. Um, Otherwise, we might just... What's your... I mean, I was watching... I've been watching some anime. So, Ben. Yes. What you playing? Huh? What you watching? Oh, shit. How nerdy was your week? So, as far as what I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of Blue Reflection Week for the stream. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, I've, been seeing, I've been popping in and out. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> More so for the other, the other yeah. viewers. Um, if you haven't, go check it out. Hopefully, it's entertaining for you. Um, I do hilarious line readings. At least I think they're hilarious. Sometimes they're not. <laughs> Look funny. at the tagline, folks. We're funnier than we act. We're not. We're not as funny as we think we are. Our tagline is are funnier than we actually are. But our answer to that tagline is we promise nothing and deliver less. Exactly. <laughs> so, and and I want to like it's a. For discussion's sake, because I know Akka has played this game and has finished the game now. Yep. Like, it's one of those things, and I, I know I'm probably shooting my stream in the head by saying this, but this is a game that I'm not having fun streaming. Like, if I was just playing the game, I think I could enjoy it more because I wouldn't have to read the line. I could just enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those games that I'm having a really hard time like trying to keep entertaining for people and enjoying it myself because mm-hmm. it's very i think what actually hurts it more than anything is that a lot of people compared it to like persona and maduka and maduka's yeah. and i'm like because the only maduka thing i'm seeing here is is that you know they're magical girls and one of them's a cri- is one of them, one of them's a cripple and that's more Yubi, that's more yuki yeah. yuki yuna yeah. and i'm like mm. But only one of them's a cripple. The other two are one's just a, one's a caffeine addict and the other one's a bitch. <laughs> Jeez. Oh yeah, definitely a bitch. <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> but um, so that comparison fell flat. Persona, the game isn't deep enough to be even considered. Pers- like even- other than social links. There's no social linking. The though. feeling. No, sorry. The feeling links. And, it's, and those aren't. Those no real payoff for those. I Not mean, really. granted. You know, Persona, if you really break it down to its to its nutshell, there's not a whole lot of payoff either. But the thing was, is like with, well, technically you get benefits when you keep talking to these people. But the problem is, is that the mechanics that are tied to that are so fucking confusing. For, like those fragments, I don't use them other than like ones that are like this one, boost your thing. And I'm like, cool, that sounds useful. Here's the thing with the fragments. I'm gonna agree with you. I don't use them. I never use them because I didn't know what the fuck to do with them. Like, how do exactly. you use the fragments? Is, what, does that just boost up your power? Yeah, and the worst part is, is it's only for you can only put it on a certain move. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, it's a it's a stat. 
Like, when you're playing Persona, the shit you get is a global feel. It's not like, oh, hey, you can make this one ability really cool, which is another problem because there's oversaturation of abilities because you... The, that's why skills... I never realized the importance of skill slots mm -hmm. until you were uncapped mm -hmm. by skill slots. Mm -hmm. Because you have... You're getting... I'm getting close to having a dozen fucking offensive skills. Support skills I don't even fucking use. Mm -hmm. Because I'm never in enough trouble to where I feel like I actually need to use them. Yep. Other than like the rare occasion where I'm like, eh, you know, I'll bust out a healing spell. No big deal, boo. It's like, oh, okay, I can just one-shot this. I don't need the heals. Oh, I'm in a boss fight. Oh, look, they're dying. Heal. Mm -hmm. Boop. You got items that you can't you can't even use in comp. You have to use them before the comp the combat, mm -hmm. which is really weird. Um, like I said, this game is definitely. If you know it, you don't have to continue streaming it. You yeah, you can go play on your own time. You, you can, can play. You, you can have like a round. It wouldn't be the first game you dropped on stream. Like he never finished Alien Isolation either. To be fair, the only reason I stopped playing that is because I started playing Doki Doki. Yeah. And so, then I then I want after the month of spoops was over, I kinda didn't want to really play it. So you don't you don't have to continue playing it on stream. Right. I just feel like I need to finish it I need to finish it though. Like a part of me feels like I should finish the game. Okay. But I don't know. Like if you don't want like I can see where it's hard because it's English subtitles and Japanese audio, where it's hard to do that, where people who listen to streamers in the background, mm -hmm. if you hear something that's like, Doki Doki Aishiteru shit, you're just gonna be like, the fuck are they saying? And then you go on the stream itself. Right. But which is why, which is probably why I'm, well, it's not reading. probably, I do readings of it because I know that there are some people who just use Oh, back so background noise. We're background noise. They don't. They're not watching the actual stream. They're just listening in and kind of just taking it in. Yeah. That way, if they hear something funny, they can like jump over. Yeah. Like, oh shit, what's going on? What the fuck? What's the context behind that shit? And that's yeah. the whole point behind yeah. it. But the Japanese audio is very hard because yeah. you can't. You don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't speak Moon. Yeah. If I was someone listening to the show's background noise, I'd be like, I don't fucking know what the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> um. But I want to finish playing the game just okay. because, because one, well, I need to finish. I need to. I can't keep quitting on games. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, you only done it once. Have I? Yeah. Oh, I only did it once. Right? I mean, the one yeah. thing with Blue Reflection I can give is it's just really simple, easy game like, to just go through. Like I want, I thought about head streaming on my yeah. own time, mm -hmm. but then I just sat back and just played it for yeah. myself to yeah. enjoy it. There's nothing. Yeah. Um, there, yeah, once we, you know, as you go along for streaming, you realize what games are like for you and which ones would actually be good for streaming. Like Golf Story, like I, I, I don't regret streaming it, but I can tell like I couldn't keep up that energy just because it, nothing it was there was no there's no voices in it. So it's not a game I can I can I see myself going back to. So right. there's nothing wrong with having one shot nights. Like you did the same thing with Battle Battle Shepherd Brigade. That's a one shot nights. True. So. But um, for me, I think really it's just, I think the problem with Blue Reflection isn't that it's. A bad game. Well, no, it's because you're using it as the golf story thing. Yeah. It's not about keeping up the energy because I can always turn that. I can keep the energy up. It's just the gameplay itself is competitive. It, it feels almost top. It feels like anti-streamer fun. Yeah, because it's just the same thing. Pick a move. That's how I felt about the golf story. Also, it's just it's golf over over and over again. Right. Yeah. Like I think Rock Band is less toxic for streaming. <laughs> like people do stream Rock Band. Yeah, I've seen it. And that sounds more fun because at least then I'm playing music and being challenged by shit. You're gonna get flight like hell, but whatever. 
Probably. And playing music everyone understand, like knows and understands. Oh well, no, not the songs I tend to listen to. <laughs> Cause I'm a fucking hipster. No. All right. Um, um as far as anything else, I'm playing. Um, play a little bit of WW2K18 because the the last pack of the seasons pass came out, so I get to play Jeff Hardy. Nice. <laughs> I was upset that the Matt Hardy isn't broken, Matt. So I'm like, fuck. I believe it's Awoken Matt still. Woken Matt. I mean, he does do the delete thing. Yeah. One of his things is he he does do the. Oh, that's actually in the game. Yeah, okay, that's he cool. does do the delete. Uh-huh. Although I'm upset because like all the other people, like if you're Daniel Bryan and you do this, even in like taunting, you hear yes, yes, yeah, or like um, Finn Balor. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he does this, it's like no one's no one's going like delete, Aww. delete, delete. Delete. Boo. Boo. Boo all the way. But, um, what else? Have I been playing anything else? Um, played some more League. Um, I'm slowly going through my promos. Just because I, like, one of the things I do, I'm actually going to go ahead and try it this time around, is I'm going to actually try and stream League. League and a path, like my path to silver, my path to gold. Mm-hmm. And if I do get to gold, my, my hopeful path to platinum. Yes. <laughs> But I don't have any high hopes for that. <laughs> I mean, welcome to me in my path to getting out of bronze and Street Fighter, so. Yeah, except I'll still, I'll always be stuck in bronze and Street Fighter. Because I can't play Street Fighter for shit. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what it is about Street Fighter. It's just, there's so many other, like, all the other fighting games I can tend to, like, get, like, a spur, a slight grasp of. Like, I can even get a firm grasp on Blaze Blue, but for wow. some reason, like, even just a small one. Like, only, like, okay. certain characters I can play Blaze Blue Eh, with not good, but eh. Uh-huh. But for Street some Fighter. reason, Street Fighter is just like this is some foreign ass shit, man. Give me a fucking Nether Realm game right now, please. God, give me either an Arc System game or of uh, Nether Realm or Nether Realm game. I can't do this. Uh, uh, anything? Any notable stuff in the anime you've been watching? Yeah, there is. And just to kind of also, I really do. I was doing my uh, stream on Monday, and I tried to do my anime thing. That's definitely going to need some work. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. My weekly roundup for anime definitely needs some work. Yeah. Mostly, don't forget to don't try and talk about anime. It's been two weeks since you watched. Because <laughs> there was like a few animes, like I forgot what the fuck this is about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, really, the few I want to talk about. Okay. Um, one being the Junji Ito collection. Mm-hmm. It's. Like, I can't get enough of this anime. Like, I love... I'm glad, because uh, we watched the first episode, and I enjoyed what I watched, and I'm just hoping, like, is it gonna get... Give me a... Is it gonna get more actually, like, horror horror? I think so. Okay, because the first one was more horror comedy. Oh, yeah, the first one was definitely more of the horror comedy thing with the whole fucking... This, this little asshole. Little shit stain. But no, then... Because, like, the second episode is the one with the, the model, the actress... Okay. ...that eats people. Fun. <laughs> Um, and then the yeah no I fucking love this show and then, like I said during my stream I think I might even said it some other time I might have been talking about it with friends not on uh-huh. actual audio but um after the failure that was King's Game I'm so happy that we have a good horror anime yeah. like it's so nice to have it Speaking um, of that show my friend Nana who is a voice actress is actually the voice director for the English dub of uh, show nice cool good to hear um, the other things I want to talk, other one I want to talk about is Citrus and just how much I really don't like it. Mm. And it's a shame because I really wanted to like it. And I, 
I think I know where I started talking about this. I was talking with my sister about it and like where I got everything from. The thing that bothers me the most about citrus is that they did the same thing that they do with every explicitly homo, like homoerotic homosexual uh, anime mm -hmm. is that they made it instead of it being about a relation it's not homosexual it's homoerotic yeah the better way of putting it okay it's about look at the gays aren't the gays sexy look at the two girls kissing and touching butts now whack off you fucks <laughs> oh so it doesn't treat the I, the concept of homosexuality with actual like no reverence it, or no, respect it doesn't on top of the fact that they're like stepsisters it's like why why does that why did that need to be in there why? other than to add to the fetishes right it's like literally this show is just a fetish is more fetish than anything and the other thing i really fucking hate about this show and the one thing that i don't know if it's getting enough talking about but literally all the interaction like the sexy interactions between them are acts of sexual assault <laughs> they're actually sexual assault like they're forcing themselves onto people Jesus like granted they end up like they because it's an anime and it's they're like look at look at them and look at the gays it's sexy they're like oh my god I'm so into this I don't know why but oh my god I love being pinned against the even though it's like whatever mm -hmm. not the point yeah but it's just like literally the first fucking episode she like gropes her to take her cell phone i'm like that's not necessary and then she like pins her down and like kisses her forcibly does that once in her bed and then another time in the bath and then this newest episode she turns the tables and pins her on a desk and i'm like bro that's still assault <laughs> you can't just do that you can't just be like well it's a romance anime where is the romance that's not romance that's rape but it's two women it's fine no it's not it's like me taking daniel it's like we're in a relationship pins you no no i don't want to do that right now if he says no he means it no um means no like i'm gonna drop citrus i'm gonna announce that here i'm dropping citrus okay i'm not gonna keep watching this show even if it does if, even if it's one of those things where it does get better and they build a actual relationship I don't want to watch this show. Yeah. I hate this show. You could say it soured on you. Yeah, you could. You could say that the citrus of it all just kind of was too, it was too acidic for me, man. Ooh, even better. It was, it was just, it, I can't do it. Like here, it's something I do at least once a season these days. Just kind of. He's, he's showing it off. He's uh, showing him removing from his cube. So there you go. Um, other shows I want to talk about is uh, da, 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 what other shows that I want to talk about? Darling Frantics, keep watching it. It's really fucking good. Um, I never thought I wanted to watch. Ironically, right after I talk about Citrus and like it's like oh it's all sexual overtones and shit, and I'm like, eh. so you talk about a show that's completely <laughs> sexual, <laughs> where it's two pilots who two pilots pilot a mecca and it looks like they're doggy styling and shit, and I'm like oh, but at, at least, least it's consensual. <laughs> It's consensual. They're consensual. <laughs> um, it's consensual. Uh, Pop Team Epic is So we want some dub for that. And do you know who the voice actors are? Yeah, it's like Vegeta and fucking... Space Dandy. Yeah. And it's the great... You can tell that they're having the time of their lives. I need to watch this. the dub. It's really good. I'll give you my Funimation account. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, good. Oh it's so great dubbed. Right. 
Like, even when they go to the girls, like, Colleen Klingenberg and... Uh, and still, Justin Brenner, dude, another and, dude still. And then, yeah, Justin, like, I think it's Armin from Attack on Titan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's just the best fucking thing ever. It's like, oh, my God, what the hell is this? So, do they keep the joke up about doing it in two takes? Yes. And they do two... Do, it's yeah. two different, separate sets of voice actors. <laughs> the first set is, like, you know, the manly man. Second set, they actually have a chick voicing one of them, but that's it. <laughs> Like, I can't wait to see episode two with the grudge in the ring. Do you get it? <laughs> Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> but no, like, literally, Pop Team Epic is probably still one of the best things out right now just because it's such shit. It's yes. Shit it is anime robot chicken. And, like, one of our friends made a Facebook post, and I couldn't agree more. It's like, it's robot chicken when robot chicken was good. Yep. Although yeah. I would argue that robot chicken, I don't think robot chicken ever really lost a lot of its luster. It's just one of those things. It's not like The Simpsons. I think Robot Chicken was always always managed to stay fresh because it's only fifteen like fifteen minutes. That's episode. probably it, yeah. Whereas the Simpsons got shot in the head and was like, we're gonna keep on going. It's like, please stop. Just die already. Fuck. Be like Futurama and know when it's fucking over. After the after the third time and fourth time and fifth time. God damn it. Uh, relaunch it now, don't. Please. It is being relaunched though. Who? Futurama. Fucking it. It's being relaunched? Yeah, on sci fi. New season. Really? It's coming. It's coming. That's I weird. Thought they... I thought they... Well, no, because they ended the season. Yeah, they ended the Comedy Central run. Now it's going to be on Sci-Fi. And they want their own season now. But it ended. Yeah. So it from... Yeah, it also ended back in the original Fox run, too. It also ended on the Comedy Central run. But it... But it, it, but it, it but literally... The, but literally the end the, the the ending of the of Futurama is them going back in time to the start of the show. That's what it it actually ended. So that they can do it all that's the message behind it is that they went back so that you could rewatch the show <laughs> and enjoy it again. Fucking sci-fi! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the podcast there, but uh, anything else with the anime? No, that's really it. All right, I'll go a little bit. All right, so, Daniel, what you playing? What you watching? How did you your week? <laughs> Ow. Uh, I so also I, went to a gay bar last night. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what I played, I actually played a bunch of different games, actually, this past week. Okay. So, one, I've been trying out, I've been switching in between Fortnite and PUBG. Okay. So, after spending a couple of hours on both... I do see the appeal to games now. I can see why this is a great game to stream because one, there's a lot of downtime in between like when you're waiting for the next game. There's a lot of downtime and when you're just hiding, waiting for somebody to come in your sights and you can just talk to your chat for a bit. Right. So I will probably start... Oh shit, I also played Breath of the Wild. Oh, what do you think of it? It's okay. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I can, I'll probably be starting streaming one of the one or both of those games like on a regular basis soon now that I got to feel because I didn't want to show stream me learning to play the game because I'm, I'm self-conscious like that oh it's okay um other kids have been playing I played uh I got picked up two games this week I picked up DBZ Fighters okay and boy is that a fantastic and I think it's a game that even you can pick up because it's I very s- beginner friendly I suck at tag based games though but as but th- when it's Ignoring some tag, like the combat itself, when it's just a one on one, it's still very easy to play. Okay. Yeah, because there's auto combos, there's easy inputs. Okay. It's a very simple game to play, but again, very deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story mode is fantastic because it's a, an original story with great, uh, you know, voice acting, uh, great new. Android 21. Android 21 and Majin 21. The, you know, the evil form. Like, mm, mm. please turn me into a pastry too. Mm. 
Um, I haven't gotten to her yet, so I, I can't wait. Mm. Uh, and then, like, the presentation, like, when you're in the lobby, you're, you get to pick a little mini character to be okay. cute. I also played some Monster Hunter World. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Little game. Yeah, it's a, heard a it. small game. This this uh, this this weird not worldwide phenomenon called Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And boy, is this game fucking pretty. It's beautiful. Like, well, it's, I'll jump in on this one as well. Oscar yeah. plays it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on Twitter, um, and like it's, if it looks just great on this a regular PS4. Like I can only imagine what's gonna look on a PS4 Pro or hell when it's on PC. Oh goodness! Like yeah, there's a couple of PC players who are waiting. For character customization is very in depth. Like I was watching uh, Akiyue here when she was streaming. It's like how much? How many hours did she spend on character creation? I spent two hours just to make a character. That sounds about right. Yeah. And but I, she was having fun throughout doing it. I was having so much fun. Like, there's so much. This is what I want from Final Fantasy 14 one day, or any Final Fantasy MMO for the future. Because any MMO ever. Let's yeah, just, let's just broaden but it no, out. But no, Final <laughs> Fantasy in general. This is what I want for 14. Because I actually had mentioned this a long time ago. Was I want this characterization? It's like so realistic looking. You can actually adjust the eyes. Like positions, you can, yeah. You can adjust the eye positions. You can. Really adjust the list, adjust the Those nose. Those kind of sliders are dangerous in my hands. Hey, oh you yeah. can choose how big your character's forehead. It's like it's like you're almost creating a game for uh, Tomb Raider or Uncharted with that realistic. Because they, they, you know, when they're in the cutscenes, it looks very natural. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't look like this pixelated. Um, let me just uh, be expressionless. Thing Although I'm, I'm sure I make it, I make it a character that will really classic dead hand face. <laughs> just dead pan face the entire time. <laughs> It's really beautiful. I played a yeah. I, I, I was testing it like I and also what I like about the game is they give you options to to learn the weapons. They teach you the combos of yeah. each basic weapons. That's great because um I got the I, I was I got when I, when I played with Ashley for a bit just to learn you know see how it is to play with other people. I decided to pick a weapon that will it's more of a support type rather than just going straight up there and letting instead letting Ashley take all most of the damage. Yes, <laughs> but and so I just stay from behind and start sniping. This is what I did. Um, and again, we did spend a little bit too much time on one hunt. That's because we kept on getting lost. Oops. Well, that and also the motherfucking monster wouldn't show up. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. But I still had a good time playing it. Oh, that's yeah. That's a thing. Uh, like, I can't wait to play more. The, my only complaint is, like, it is a little confusing to set up playing with other people. Yeah. It's it not is. really clear. There's a restriction on, like, if you're in a party, you can't go on a mission until everyone everyone's seen this, a certain cutscene in mm-hmm. the story. Like, Well, that's fair. Honestly, a yeah. lot of games, a lot of those type of games do that. It's like you can't multi, you can't play multiplayer until you reach a certain point. I actually mm-hmm. prefer that because usually that point is when you've gone through at least the base level of the game mm-hmm. so that anyone who's playing with other people aren't like, I don't know how to play the fucking game. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to actually jump in on that. With 14, it's a little different. Like, if you go into a dungeon, you the noob is watching the cutscene while you're in this fucking rain waiting for them. Oh, so it actually gives you the, the waiting area. They okay. make you wait. No, it's not waiting area. It's just they make you wait in this fucking little rain, and yeah. the rain disperses, and then you can run it. Unless okay. it's the fucking main scenario where you're at, then good fucking luck to the noobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, I'd rather have that. Like, I'd rather be waiting in, the, like, a real area while they see the cutscene. Yeah. like Rather than not be able to actually play the damn mission. Well, the player, no, the player's next to you. The yeah. noob's next to you, but they'll have, like, a camera that says watching, and even in the yeah. party list, they'll say yeah. watching cutscene. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there just going, all right, I'm just going to fucking dance and just dick I'm just going to jerk my dick off. I just don't like how it restricts you from playing with other people. That's yeah. it. 
Um, oh, I did play another thing. Um, last week, Street Fighter Arcade Edition dropped. Free update. I got my season pass for both versions that I own, actually. Oops. <laughs> because I'm a tra cause I'm an addict like that. Yeah, so, addicts! But this is the version of the game that should have launched. Because, like, really in Death Arcade mode, following different store uh different like eras of the game like mm -hmm. they actually recreate the different era uh different games right um like more stuff to do for single player like these extra battles where you can un have a chance to unlock new costumes which monster is monster hunter costumes those monster hunter costumes are gonna i can't wait for <laughs> april when that one that one unlocks because you better save up on your fight money to get that stuff bitch i'll just spend real money if i have no you can't use you can't use real money i don't give a fuck if no, i no, no. get a chance it's no real there's money. no real no money. with extra battles and i had to learn this one with extra battles you can only use the fight money you earn in game and you you get uh like you got to do it like once a week for four weeks you do it once and you get one part of the armor nice so. hey dan uh play five million matches with me no 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 again you have to fight a computer it's I a computer fight computer i want to fight players but it's hey, so Dan, easy. For me. The reason why you want to play the computer because they're usually fucking easy to play. Hey Dan, play the fight no, computer no, for no, me. No, no, Just no. unlock your armor. And do it your damn self. <laughs> no, I'm gonna fun. make him do it because no, he's better not. at it. Mm -hmm. I'll stop it. I do love the changes they made with the characters. They actually, from what I saw, they made Ryu a little bit more, a little bit more viable. I hope Ryu's not supposed to be viable, from what I heard, though. I know. The whole but... point of Ryu not being viable is because he's ba he he's baby's first main. He's the Mario. Yeah, Sakurai Sakura is great, at least. At least I can get yeah. a Baka Sakura going. Because that was something that I would like as a secondary back in the Street Fighter 4 days. Right. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter 5 Arcade is a fun, fantastic. Thank God it's a free update for anyone who didn't buy who bought the original game. Right. That's the right move by Capcom. Oh, wait, I need to update that. I want to update itself. It'll, oh, unless you pop, if you haven't popped it in a while, it'll, you have to, it'll, the moment you put it in the disc, it'll update itself. Unless you uh, click the game, it's, it's like check for update. Yeah, I'm just gonna do that when I get home. Yeah, do that. You might want to do that way it downloads it right away. Awesome. Uh, other than that, though, that's uh, pretty much my week. So, so, miss foreground noise. What you playing? What you watching? How greedy was your week? It's Aka you. Thank you very much. I know what I said. I know <laughs> you said. All right. All right. So, I'm just gonna get what I was watching out of the way. I uh, binge. How far into Devil Man Cry? Only the first, first episode. episode. First episode. Okay. So I'm not gonna go into too many depths. It's okay. But you did binge all of. I binged all of Devil Man Cry Baby. Did you like it? I loved it. Absolutely right. loved it. Are you still depressed? <laughs> eh. Because uh, but I'm that man. That shit was depressing. Uh, I kind of figured. This <laughs> Devil Man Cry Baby. Devil Man. Nah, this is gonna be a good, this <laughs> be a nice, fun, wholesome anime. No, um. I'll say for someone who hasn't uh, watched the original Devil Man, <laughs> and you don't need to. Yeah, I honestly. They do reference it. I do appreciate it. They that. do reference it, and I'm glad they didn't. Where you have to go watch the original to just see this, but um. Like Jumanji. Fucking loved it. I loved the art style that they did. I loved all the little uh, rhymes that the characters. The little rapper. Characters. Yeah, the little rappers. That is some good ass Japanese rapping. I'm oh. I watched it dubbed, so I'm like. No, it's still in Japanese. It's still Japanese. Some there's some of it still gonna be oh, Japanese, okay. yeah. Some of it's okay. Yeah, there's some still Japanese. So I was like the first episode, I was like no, they dumped that shit. No. The second episode, I think, was gonna. Oh. Um, just very. I did get confused maybe the last couple of episodes, but Dan had explained it to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it's just like it's really good. It's um, I would recommend it just if you're really into that kind of shit. Just don't watch it with your parents. 
I mean, uh, I would watch it with my parents, but that's because me and my parents... Have yeah, a there's a lot of sex. It, like, the, There's literally the point where you just see two devils fucking, and it's like, hate you want to be fucked... It was hate fuck, too. It's like, you want to fuck? We're gonna fuck! You want a dick in you? You're gonna get a fucking dick in you. Well, I'm gonna stick my dick in you. Well, no, I'm gonna stick my dick in you! Wait, what? <laughs> and there's, like, literally a devil Stupid. that... There's yeah. a devil that will literally just masturbate. She's like, ah! So, screaming on devil's name, I'm trying to make it as fake as possible for you, Ben. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I said, ironically, I could probably watch this since my parents. Yeah. It's a, literally, you can just binge that within a day. It's like, since it's like. Yeah, I still need to binge Overlord. <laughs> and then, uh, you. So, after you watch Devil Man, you kind of. I remember you kind of had to be like. You kind of went on a little bit of like other, like, stuff related to Devil Man. Oh, no. I was just. I do a thing. Like, when if I finish a show. I sometimes do a thing where I just I'll look up the show itself and I'll look up the characters because there's I know there's more lore to it and I want to look up more of the background of the character or of the fucking the world. First season of Black Mirror. Since you're talking about depressing, oof, boy, poor guy. Kara watched that. <laughs> I think she regretted it because I know how sensitive human person she is. <laughs> it's a good show though. Yeah, it is. It's really good. It's just damn. Uh, let's see what else. I watched the first episode of the new Car Captors. It is not, and I'm gonna make this clear to everybody. It is not a fucking reboot. It is a continuation. Like everyone I have talked to is like, oh yeah, the new the reboot. Where I'm like, it's a fucking continuation. I don't think people understand. What, it's like one of those times where you're like, I don't think you understand what that word really means. Because yeah. a reboot isn't a a reboot isn't a continuation. It is a reset. Yeah, that's a reset. DMC was a reboot. Laura Croft or Tomb Raider was a reboot. This is a continuation. This is a continuation of after Lee and so yeah. no yeah after Sharon and Sakura say goodbye to each other, and then it comes back to this happened a year or something later, and of course they make it's like, well, I finished what I did in Hong Kong. What were you doing in Hong Kong? You don't want to know. <laughs> I I actually was set that on everyone who watched it. It's a very pretty ass show. Really oh yeah. I watched the first episode with my sister because I was like, because I asked my sister, like, do I need to watch all the previous card capture to enjoy this? She's like, nah, nah. not really. I'm but, like, oh, okay. But speaking of previous card captors, not gonna lie, if they ever decide it, I wouldn't mind them to, like redoing the entire anime like they did with Sailor Moon Crystal. That's a lot. No, I know it's a lot, but it was just like with the new animation and all yeah. that. It would just been, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, because Madhouse did a dip, bang up job again. Yeah, Madhouse did great. Like it's not Clamp where it's all noodle people. All Ooh, time. Clamp. Fucking noodle people every fucking time. I fucking hate Clamp. <laughs> I love Clamp's work. I love a lot of their shows, but I will admit their mangas are great. Their anime adaptations, for some reason, they usually have a hard time. It's like noodles. Yeah. Noodle fucking people. No, um, I never actually checked to see if our audio is coming in good. Never, I mean, we're recording on uh, on audition so well, I was just wondering for the sake of the Twitch thing. I was just like, you know, I haven't actually checked. Yeah, but it's an audio check while you keep on talking. Okay. Yeah. So um. Okay, we're good. All right, there we go. We're good. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to the new season of Car Captor Sakura and the continuation of it. Um, just wanted to drive that point home, didn't you? Yes. The continuation. The continuation. Continuation! <laughs> Fucking reboot. You're not using that word correctly. You're really not. <laughs> huh? No. no, 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 it's like other people. Other people, oh, the people yeah. out there, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, watch the marriage show. If it comes to I'll mention it, but yeah, I think I watched the marriage show. One of the newer shows besides the horror one. 
That one I'm really excited for because I need some more horror anime in my life that's actually legitimately fucking good and not like let's be the dead horse making it scary but it's not scary. King's, gory. King's Game. Yeah, King's Game. Well, no, the problem with King's Game is that they forgot that gore isn't scary. Yeah. yeah. Body horror isn't scary no, unless no. it's actually horrifying. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna make not a- hilarious. Right. <laughs> you want to know what's funny? Really funny about that? And I looked in and I I mentioned it during my top five. Yeah. The studio that animated it is known for doing hentai. Really? They did a lot of hentai, and I've seen their hentai. I'm like, wow. Why did you think you could do it? Why did you did the opposite of what Seven Mortal Sins should do? You should have just stuck with hentai. <laughs> just stick with the fucking hentai of all things. Um, I think one of them's the one that does the whole my buttholes getting drunk too. <laughs> God damn it! All right. <laughs> It was. It's an inject from one of Ben's videos. Yeah. Oh, it's a good, okay. It's a good one. All right, so yeah, I think those are like the only animes I sat there and watched because okay. I can't remember what else I fucking watched. Right. Um, Anything else? I did play a shit ton of Vigi games. Oh, anything, anything notable? Condense it. <laughs> All right, so I finished Caller X Malice, and it's the Ben route. Cool. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of shit in that route that you, you kept on going. No, yeah, you would have fucking done. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let's see. What's one thing I can remember? I am pretty sure if um, you and I had a different kind of relationship as friends, you would have tried to like literally uh, push me or any of your friends away, and then literally like your one friend's coming up to you saying, "Listen, motherfucker." What? (laughs) I. I, you lost me on you that. You kind of lost me a little Okay, bit. so at a certain part, <laughs> it's literally, let's just say Ben was just like a continue, it was like really good at fucking lying. Like, I mean, really good where it sounds like believable. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's assume. Let's assume. Okay, no, it's just literally like you lie to the, lie to our faces about something that you know something we don't know. Yeah, let's assume. <laughs> This going on. So anyway, it's for, for, for all you listeners. He literally hiding behind the couch right now. Yep. So fucking anyway, um, there was a point in where I'm gonna just say the Ben character, but his real name is Shirashi. Where Shirashi is um is putting up a charade where he's pretending to love as being the person the girl loves. Uh huh. And making it where he. Uh, tricks her feelings and then it's like at some point in time he's just like he breaks down like I know Ben has broke has like a breakdown once in a while like everyone has a breakdown I didn't need you to put that out there like that well everyone (laughs) has a breakdown so literally at this point the Ben character has a breakdown (laughs) what the fuck are we bonded spiritually now yes but no he like he bet Ben (laughs) damn it ow you just headbutted my fucking kneecap. That hit the fucking funny bone. There's no funny bone in your kneecap, you dumbass. Well, he fixed the fucking nerve. Yeah. Okay, okay, so basically, he's like, I want to, I'm pushing you away. I want nothing to do with you anymore. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be part of your life. I don't want to be in this fucking relationship. And then suddenly, she screams at him saying, listen, 
We are friends. We are together. If you need something, I will be there for you. Do not push me away. Yeah. And then suddenly he breaks down going, I can't understand my feelings. I don't understand what this is. Because he grew up in a society where he lived in a wall, pretty much. Okay. Like, uh, That's where the comparison ends, because I'm very well in tune with my... Oh, family. I know, but this is where the comparison ends. Yeah. But it's like, he breaks down and just like, I don't understand. I can't get you out of my head. I don't... Blah, blah, blah. Like, he doesn't understand human... Ha! Gay! That's where the comparison ends. Anime version of me. Ha! Gay! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's like... In, just like I got to the ending of where basically she, the girl gets the poison injected into her collar after shooting the green leader, which is, oh my fucking God. They could just, can they make it more obvious who the fucking green leader is? It's ridiculous. And, um, uh, what's it? She spends like a year without, with like her memory loss and it's like inside this little containment underground after the whole situation with Color X Malice. And instead of taking her to the hospital, he just keeps her. And then when it comes to Christmas again, because they kept a promise together, she comes back up and she still doesn't remember anything at all. And um, they have a Christmas party in the office with all the main characters uh -huh. that are you all around, including the little brother. And so at a certain point, they go up to the roof and the main character goes, Let's diddle! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Basically goes, okay, this is where we're going to say goodbye. This is where we have to end our relationship because I murdered somebody. I'm going to tell you right now. I fucking murdered somebody. I stabbed them in the chest and killed them. <laughs> Here we go again. Okay, so you that's Collar's ex mouth. No, he's like, he's gonna murder somebody, and like, she has no memory, she doesn't understand what's going on, and when she, when they finally click, it goes, in her first word, she goes, YOU ARE SO FUCKING SELF-CENTERED, WHAT IS WRONG WITH YOU? Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> you are so self-centered, why are you trying to do this? Didn't I, we made a promise together nice. that this would happen, she just brings up all this shit, and she's like, oh fuck, I got my memory back. <laughs> oh fuck, I got my memory back. Oh fuck, you have receipts. <laughs> fuck <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Alright. But just like, it's basically, like I said, this route is Ben and I in a nutshell with our relationship of pushing each other away, hating <laughs> each other, getting along, and yeah. it's just like that. And now I'm on to the final route, which is definitely the Daniel route. Okay. Definitely the Daniel route. Get back to us when uh, you finish it. No, you know why it's the Daniel route? Because he's stoic, he's always serious, and he gets called the dad of the group. You know, Daniel is a, you know, Daniel is actually a very happy person, right? Oh, no, but he likes to play serious. Mm. <laughs> I can say it now. But he literally, everyone, literally Okasaki calls him the dad of everyone, and he acts exactly like a dad. He's like... I would never call Daniel dad. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> that. Well, for the people who do call him a dad, Alma. That's, that's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Please stop. Yeah. Also, please stop. Please. <laughs> Damn you, Dream Daddy. <laughs> yeah, Dream Daddy. That's people, different. <laughs> people who do call him dad, he acts he feels like it's like at one point he's literally worried about the main girl, and the main girl goes, Wow, you really are like a dad. Alright. Uh, anything else? Uh, let's see. I glitched out in 14. Yeah, we saw that video. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, if you go to uh, my twitter.com slash logger, you will see that I glitched out in the game where I unintentionally built a part in my fc house room and you jump up through the aquarium you gotta jump up twice and you come outside the box ah. and you're literally in this like just were you supposed to come inside of the box <sighs> yes <laughs> you're supposed to stay inside the box unfortunately 
Um, what else? Oh, and yeah, I was playing Monster Hunter. Really beautiful game, and like I said, I really wish it was more of an MMO RPG where all the players were running, but not like a pay-to-play, a free-to-play like Destiny, yeah. where all you gotta do is just pay for the plus. I'm yeah. glad that they didn't. I'm glad that it's not an MMO. Well, I mean, like it. The it's MMO market is like, saturated. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, true, it would, but still, it would like how glorious this game is and this graphics and everything. It'd be nice like, to see it without any people. engine. It would have been great to see like all the other players, and you can actually run around with your friends doing it besides just going on going into the online session just to play with them. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to news. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, so first thing we want to talk about, uh, we got Nintendo announced the Nintendo Labo. We didn't yeah. get a chance to talk about this yet. Labo. So, the Labo, it's basically, you know, they're, uh, they already, they, when they first made the announcement, like, hey, this is something for kids in mind. So, it's a little kind of like cardboard creative toy, essentially. Yeah. Which, you know what? Honestly, looking at this, I think this is neat. If it's I was pretty, a kid, I'd love this. It's pretty neat, oh man. Hell, I'm an adult, and I think I kind of want this. But oh, yeah, because some of the kits that they have are pretty fucking cool. Did you see the giant game? robots? Wait, was this a game where everyone's like, this is meant for kids? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because there are a lot of complaints like, Nintendo, what are you doing? This is How is this going to sell to gamers? Like, we made it clear this is not for... This isn't for you, man. But how is this going to appeal to me? It doesn't. It doesn't. But how is this... How are you trying to sell this to me? We're not. But how am I going to buy this? You're not supposed... Not. I mean, you can buy it. That's how you can do it. You can, you can just buy it. But... Yeah, like watching this is like just so innovative. Like I love how okay, uh, back then like right in the present Nintendo a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo is it made clear like we're not interested in four K gaming. We're not interested in uh, VR because let let everyone else do it. We want to be something different because Nintendo already got the market. They sold the Switch oh, super cute. hard right now. They already got people buying it. So now they have a chance to like be creative, right. which I appreciate. Nothing well, wrong with that. Kind of like creativity. Mm, but this is sometimes they went a little bit overboard with creativity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is you know this is something really different. This is really neat. Now a lot of people are like, oh, seventy bucks for a bunch of cardboard, and I'm thinking like, you guys know there's also a game in this thing, right? At the very most, you're paying for maybe like ten bucks worth of cardboard, right? And they also um, announced that hey, yeah, um, in case you lose some pieces, we do have PDFs you can print out, put it over some cardboard boxes, and then just cut your own pieces out. Good. Oh, that's cool. But the game is something you gotta pay for. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a game. Yeah. It's so cute looking. I'm like looking at it. I can see why this would appeal to children. Yeah. It's really cute. Like I said, there's some there's some shit that's pretty fucking nifty, man. Yeah, so like, you know, back in the day, like, whenever Ben would like complain about Nintendo not taking chances and always, and not doing the obvious, mm. this is this is them taking chances here. This is something, trying something new. I appreciate right. that. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, and it's, so it may not be for me, ain't for me, but I'm interested. Yeah. Like this is, look at this. Look at that. that is this is some elaborate cute. shit. You tell me that you would do that, you could do that with cardboard if you just fucking started chopping that shit out. I'd call you a fucking liar. I could totally make a piano out of cardboard. I don't need Nintendo's bullshit. Okay, then go fucking do it, dude. <laughs> so yeah, Nintendo Labo out on 420. Get it out of the way. Ha ha! Ha yes. Blaze bitches! 420 Blaze. Warbler Blaze it. So, yeah. That, that looks absolutely cute. Uh, Castlevania is getting a second season. Which it needed from what I heard. Yeah, it's it neat. It's not the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, Epic shuts down Paragon. Epic was the guys behind Fortnite. 
Oh. And so, but they sh- and because it's so successful right now with their battle royale mode, they shut down their M- their uh, MOBA. Well, yeah, it's, that shit ain't. F- it's a free to play. You gotta turn something the fuck off. So, but here's what's n- nice though. This is this is something they didn't have to do, but they're doing. They're taking the high road with this one. Right. They're offering refunds for anyone who bought it. You mean like the people who bought it before it became free to play? No, this is for Paragon, not Fortnite. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Paragon was, became free to play. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're also selling down the shirt servers, so yeah. no one can play anymore. Right. That's cool, then. And I, I appreciate the company, like, hey, hey, you know, we have this new success. We're kind of put, put our focus on this thing. Sorry, guys, for paying money for this, but here's your, here's your money back. Yeah. Not many companies would actually bother to do that. Nope. Yay. EA would probably be like, no, give us money. We're shutting down our server. Give us more money. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of shutting down, um, Nintendo's first uh, mobile game, Mitomo, is shutting down this May. No surprise. Which one's Mitomo? It was the one where you... Tomodachi. It was Tomodachi Life. Oh, Yeah. okay. Which, you know what? People forgot about that after the first month. Yeah. I think the thing... The fun, no, that was Tomodachi. Tomodachi Life and Mitomo were two different things, right? But they used the same engine. Okay, yeah. Cause I remember like the big controversy. The only thing I remember about that game, and it was I was about to be misquoting because that was Tomodachi that I was that I was thinking of was like the whole anti-gay thing. Yeah, well, that's another controversy <laughs> that uh, I have to just to research this to give give it its actual proper information. Right. See, like I can see why it's not surprised. Like it's it's like I'm gonna be honest with any mobile game, and I know it's with Animal Crossing too. Everyone's gonna forget about it. They're gonna be like, "Oh, the first month, yeah." It's like, "Holy shit, I pick you!" Fire Emblem's still doing pretty good. Yeah, fire. That's because there's waifus. Yeah, goddamn right, bitches. (laughs) But it's just like, "Hi, we're here," and then it's just after. Right. I mean, again, I don't think Nintendo's gonna lose money, sleep, or money over this. No, it's fine. Um, EA is putting is really doubling down on um, Bioware with the Anthem. Great, and it's getting delayed to 2019. Mm-hmm. Apparently, sources from some other sources are saying that EA is putting a lot of pressure on Bioware to create a hit for them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Bioware, may, as we know, used to know it, will no longer exist. And then they, in a follow up, uh, I forgot who the head was, but the head of Bioware said, you know, despite this. Dragon Age is still a player. It is still on the works for us. Right. So it is interesting because it transitioned to this this recent article by Amy Henning, who said, and I this is a good transition here. People ask for story based games, but no one actually is buying them. Right. So Amy Henning was on an interview saying, you know, people say they want single player games that are story based, but he kind of put the kind of blame on them for on the gamers for not <laughs> buying it because. According to her, people are just watching it on streams or Let's Plays. It's true. That's true. But, okay, maybe I'm being anecdotal here, Mm -hmm. but from my experience, watching someone play a game only makes me want to actually buy the game. I think that... I'm not going to say that's just a you thing, because I know that there's definitely a lot of people out there who are like that. But you also take... I would also be willing to, to look... I would be willing to research and find out whether or not to prove my hypothesis that more people only do watch the streams. Because I honestly think her... Like I said, I disagree with her. I think more research needs to be done because no one's actually went out and did research like, hey, does a Let's Play actually affect sales? No one, there's no concrete proof. Oh, yeah, no. And that's something I would love. That's that's a research study I would love to keep my eyes on is just finding as far as mark, as far as um, numbers tracking. Mm-hmm. It's just finding out how many people walk away from games because they watch them. 
because personally, because you and I are on separate entities on that. You you see a let's play like, wow, I want to experience that myself. Me, let me put it this way: if I had ever, if Akiyue had done a let's play of Blue Reflection, I'd never play it. I'd already. Why would I play it? I already watched someone else do it. Mm. And you, you, you have any thoughts on this idea? Like, uh, I well, I personally, um, if I know it's a game, I'm I'm gonna want to play in the fucking future. Mm-hmm. I literally purposely do not watch any Let's Plays or anything. I just pick up the game and experience it for myself. Because I like story-based games. I Like, as fun as it is to play a multiplayer game all the fucking time with people, I like to have a game where I wind down. Like, mm-hmm. the Gus games are good fucking examples. I like to play... Those Atelier series, yeah. Yeah, the Atelier series. I just like to play by myself on my own little damn time. It's your it's your junk food. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, my visual novels... Technically, it is story based. It's not. Like, it is pure. It's purely story. Technically, it's, it's technically story based. It's purely story. Like Some it. argue that it's not a fucking game. That's, a, that's why it's called a, a visual novel. novel. Yeah. I like to just sit down and read. Mm-hmm. Like that's my way of enjoying myself. But I just don't. I know to say it's the consumer's fault that no one's making no. single player games. I think it's putting the blame on the wrong thing. Yeah, I think. I think it's. I would disagree with that in the fact that I believe in the phrase that broad strokes get the fence painted faster. Mm. It's not blaming all consumers. It's mm. blaming the broad consumer. <laughs> you have to think, because I was thinking about it today because I saw something on my my own uh, Facebook feed because it's I follow like this pers- this persona group. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I hate the fact that everyone's like only playing, like when they talk about the Shima Gami Tensei games, they only talk about Persona 3, 4, and 5. It's like, well, can't you just be happy that people are fucking playing the games? Right. Like, like, but then they don't understand like this shit. I'm like, but for me, it's just I lost my complete train of thought. <laughs> I, don't like what I had a thought. I had a th- oh, sorry. I remember where I was going with that. I was thinking like the only reason why we think Persona Five was as big as it was is because we, all of our friends, are and everyone we know are people who like Persona. Yeah. The general market Persona would probably not go well with people. Probably not. A lot of game reviews, a lot of game reviews that probably don't normally do JRPGs. Um, just using as an example, because one I frequently watch is uh, Zero Punctuation with yeah. uh, Ben Yahtzee. Yeah, he fucking hates JRPGs. Yeah. The only reason he ever reviewed it, and it turned out ironic because it turned out to be one of his top five games of the year, was that he hates JRPGs, and he only did it because it was the popular thing to review. Mm. And while there are going to be people like that who are like, wow, this is really cool, the majority of people aren't going to play Persona on a first whim, especially since it's, it has a number behind it. Because like, well. <laughs> Actually, I will admit that I did play Persona 4 without even knowing what the game was. That was my very first Persona game. What? Well, the first Persona game I played was 4. Mm. But I, did you know what it was at that time? I didn't know that there was a whole bunch of other games behind it. No, I didn't know that Shin Megami Ten- I thought Shin- I thought it was just one of those, like, uh... It was just part of the game title. I thought Shin Megami Tensei was the name of the company. Well, no. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Actually, yeah, I did think that sometime too. Or I thought it was just like a series of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. The person... <clears throat> but the cool thing is, is that you take... It's when you find these hidden gems mm-hmm. is when you can like... Just, just kind of like wrap up my thought on Persona. Like using that as an example, he's like, you find these really popular games, and you find out there's all these other really obscure hidden titles within the same genre, and that's how you experience it. But going back to Amy Henning's thing, is that 
you have to remember that when game companies put make things, they have to go for the general audience. They, That's true. Niche games, yes, niche games are always going to be made. That's why visual not the visual novel market is ex- continues to exist. And why the Atelier games are so there because like Gus will go under if they don't pump out an Atelier game like every year. Well, and you also have to remember the other problem that a lot of just using that as an example is that the markets between here and Japan are different. The reason... Yeah. Gus could probably stop selling games in America and they would just be fine. They wouldn't... They probably would. They wouldn't go under. They would just... They'd probably lose maybe about a million, maybe units in sales, but mm-hmm. they're going to sell it in in Japan because that's what appeals... Those kind of games appeal to them. Mm-hmm. We don't... It's kind of... It's kind of like Otakon Vegas. <laughs> if it disappeared, if Gus stopped existing, the only people who lose out are the people who enjoy it, mm-hmm. which, realistically speaking, is a very small small That's fraction. That's actually what happened to Fatal Frame. Like everyone who enjoyed it, once they stopped releasing it in America, people who a lot of people lost out on it. Yeah. Even despite the complaint. But it was still a small, probably a still a small population. I mean, shit. Take into consideration Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem was given an ultimatum when when Awakening came out. They said this needs to do well, or you're not getting any more titles. And the same with the Tales of series. Once yeah. they like once Vesperia was out, the moment everyone heard about Vesperia PS3, they just stopped just releasing the Tales game until a lot of people started complaining mm-hmm. to like we want the Tales games to come to America. Yeah. Right. But it's one of those for me. I think really is that Amy Henning brings up a good. For me, mm-hmm. she brings up a good point in the fact that if you want these kind of games, it's kind of like when you hear people talking about like Kickstarter shit. It's easy to say, yeah, I totally want Shenmue Three to come. I totally want Shenmue Three. Are you gonna fucking buy it when it comes out? Maybe. Because if your answer is because, and I can almost relate this to other like medium medias of like. Of shit, like I think, mm-hmm. like artists and all that shit. People are like, oh, I support my friends. I support my friend's cosplay career. I support my friend's career as an artist. I'm like, do you really? Mm-hmm. Like, verbals, like just to, for you guys. And I don't mean to like shit on our own people. Like, we appreciate all the support you guys give us. We're not in this for the money, though. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Press start to play. At this current stage, it's a passion project. It's a passion project. We're not doing this to bring in money. At the current moment, we are always going to be in the hole. Mm-hmm. We're not getting any money out of this. Mm-hmm. But even we if we are affiliated, but we do we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah. But there are people who do this for a livelihood. Like if this was our job, and this was our job, we'd be doing so many different things. Oh yeah, we would. There's so many different things we'd, we'd be following tight stream schedules. We'd have. We'd be going out and getting uh, sponsors and shit. We'd be doing ad reads, doing ad reads and all this shit. But that's not what we're here for at this current stage yeah. of our yeah. of our career. Career, I, I guess. Say that, yeah. All right. Uh, Basically, the shorthand version is: if you don't t- don't say you want shit, and don't don't say you support shit, and then don't actually support it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Toys R Us unfortunately is closing 180 stores. Not the one on Maryland Parkway. No, that's been closed for a while. That one's been gone forever. I always thought it was still It's there. been gone for a while. Wow. Yeah, it's been no, gone for at least a year. Yeah, no, they just haven't, they're just too lazy to take this shit off. Um, <laughs> two stores here in Vegas, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, God of War has a release date. Yeah, it does. 420. Blazing. Uh, this latest trailer, I think it sold me on it. Yeah, no. I Again, the reason why I never cared about the God of War games beforehand because I always thought Kratos was a terrible character. He is a terrible character. This one, like, when he says, there are consequences to killing a god, and the son goes, how? How do you know? 
Boy, do I have some stories to tell you, son. <laughs> hands in the hands in the box collection of God of War. <laughs> Let me just explain some. I was a huge asshole. I was kind of a dick. I kind, kind of, kind of, of a and, dick. By, and by kind of, I mean a total dick. I destroyed the whole world and still felt bad for myself. Right. <laughs> I was still misery and woe upon me. But no, and yeah, and God of War. The thing about the God of War series is that it's a fantastic, fantastic display of character of characterization through gameplay yeah but it's a fucking terrible example of human and <laughs> yeah because kratos is a fuck as you said is a fucking shit stain yes he is it's well and the problem was is, as far as the god of war thing is that they changed direction mm -hmm. after the first one yep so the person leading the first one wasn't on the second or third one so yep. that redemption arc that greek tragedy that existed in the first game mm -hmm. was like let's just be violent mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you're like fuck uh, let's see. You also got Sony making their own little minifigures. They're oh. called Totaku, or I think. Or um, they're Spyro. unlike you know, unlike an amiibo. These are not amiibos. These are not amiibos. These are not amiibos. They're not amiibos. Um, they are just little mini figurines. Which you know what? I want something. I want something Bloodborne related. So I'm, That's I might. Cool. Yeah, like Kratos looks pretty badass. Hihachi looks cool. Crass looks like he's on drugs. <laughs> he he always, always looks on drugs. drugs. <laughs> He's the joke is, is that he's always on drugs. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the, yes, that's the joke. We also got uh, Sack Boy from Little Big Planet. That's that's perfect. Yeah, Parappa the Rapper is gonna have one. Uh, this ship from uh, Wipeout. And uh, let me see, let me see what I'm on. Here's the Parappa one. No, I don't want to have any notifications. Fuck. <laughs> like, and I, I do like how it's 2D. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cute. I actually might pick up a few of these because I, well, I wouldn't mind having something to display on my desk. Right. All right, uh, last we're running through the last news here. Uh, John Cena might be playing our Duke Nukem in the movie. That's fucking weird, but kind of fitting. It fits, but it's so no, it doesn't. Well, this is a Duke Nukem movie produced by Michael Fucking Bay. John Cena's personality, though, just isn't. John Cena isn't Duke Nukem. No, he isn't, but he isn't. He can't be an actor. That's just kind of like. Mm. <laughs> why is Duke Nukem getting a movie? <laughs> that's yeah, that's like that should be the question we're asking. Why is Duke Nukem getting a movie? Uh, I mean, they got the they got the right producer, Michael Bay, Duke Nukem. That's perfect. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> match made in hell. <laughs> yes, match made, match made in, in hell. hell. But John Cena as Duke Nukem, like if the Rock can mean Doom, but he was a bad guy in Doom, oddly enough. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Duke Nukem's a bad guy. He is. <laughs> He's, oh well, it's just because Duke Nukem is just. It's a product of its time. It's a product of his time and is very faux pas in today's social climate. Oh, yeah. There's, I believe the term you want to use is problematic. Yeah. It's a little bit of a who, who Nelly. We can't do some of this shit anymore. Duke, you can't just use women, can't just be women as sexual objects, can slap titties on a wall anymore, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. And I think the last bit of news I want to talk about is there was, oh, a, there was a new trailer for Soul Calibur yeah. 6. They revealed the, uh, four characters, three returning and one new. So let me go ahead and pull it on the screen right here. Sweet. It looks great. Again, the game st still looks great. Um... Let's see. Reggie Pe rated Peggy 16. I love how we can all imitate that voice now. Peggy 16. Because we see it so many times. I mean, well, I mean, it's just a very deep voice, yeah. Rated Peggy 16. So they start off by showing off the new character, uh, Grow. 
Is that how you actually say his name? That's, yeah, Grow. 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 He looks anime as fuck. Anime edgelord. He does, but he looks he does look fun to play. Especially like he's got the dual blade thing, dual blade that can go to a single blade kind of thing. Can't wait to see his second costume. Mm-hmm. He and his hair changes. Because nice. anime. Anime, yes. Yeah. And you get to show off more of these like special super moves. Nice. I wonder if they all gonna get like. No. I think they all are because they all get Every character ended with their super being shown. And then my boy is returning nightmare. Oh god, you're one of those people. Hey, uh, I'd rather have like slow but powerful hits over fast ass combos. No, it's just I hate fighting Nightmare because Nightmare is so fucking cheap. He's <laughs> fucking slow. half of his moves are fucking great. unblockable. Hey, I can walk a lot of nightmares with stealth. Hate how slow he is. But he look. Ultimate Death is cool though. The fucking no, horse, I love I it. No, here's the thing. I don't hate Nightmare as a character. I just hate fighting against yeah. Nightmare. Oh, I'm gonna have fun with this game. Then. He's a fucking, he's a fucking <laughs> shit stage. Jean Wall coming back. She looks, she looks great. Like great costume. I love how she looks like a mix of her first game and second game. Mm -hmm. I think Jesus we'll... Christ. Yeah. Like, this is a, this is a character uh, my sister would play as like when we were playing Soul Calibur, so she was Kara excited about this. I would play her like crazy when I would play Salmina mm -hmm. or Talon. And then they show off one more character, but again, they got to show off her super. super. Stop it! She's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, making a return is Keelik. Yep, Keelik, no longer the the. Uh, I'm so weapon glad master. he's not a fucking weapon master mm -hmm. and he, he's actually a pole user again, but... I hated fighting against Keelik during the, when that was... During five, I was just so fucking disgusted what they did with him. Hey, what up, Shino? What up, Shino? He's watching right now. Yeah. yeah, again, the game still looks great, actually. Ken is the game. It's good to be back. Good to have you back. Good to have you back, Ken is the gaming. Ken is... Whatever. Ken is thing gaming. Okay. And uh, so Calibur Six again. I do like the idea of like showing like mostly but turning it in one new character at a time. Oh right. yeah, something else. And apparently Keelik gets possessed by the Dark Kudo. Like I have pointed out, <laughs> he <Fuck> you, bitch. <laughs> we got some. He, he's basically the Ryu now, Dark Evil Ryu now. Oh, so I, I kind of just want to like pose this question to you guys. Like, sure. Just as a funsy, who would you like to see as as guest characters in Soul Calibur? Who do you think would be good so guest characters in Soul Calibur? Not restricting it to any form of medium, like no oh, matter. Oh, what. no, it doesn't have to be, to be games. No. So I'm gonna. I. I it could be games, I, anime. Okay, so this is my go-to. Okay, so okay. the obvious one because it's coming out would be well, Cloud. That's the obvious pull. That's the obvious one. Yeah. But for me, if you want to get me to buy the game immediately, and hopefully, I think I think other people will follow guts. Well, that would have been mine, but that's a good one too. <laughs> would have been two B. Oh yeah, dude. Two B. Two B or or even A two. Yes. Two B. Two B. It'd be two B. Yeah. And then add a, maybe a, do a, add Kanye's costume also. Yeah. Like I'm buying that game right now. Here's my pre order. Let me play fucking. Let me play near. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near be kind of cool. Too. Well, young near, not older near. Young near. Old near. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. I, prefer, I prefer dad near too, personally. I prefer younger near. Good for you. you have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the story of a dad saving his daughter. Maybe it's just me. No, no, I like the story too because it was interesting, but 
I personally design wise, yes. Design wise, younger. Oh yeah, old Nier is a fucking ugly mother is a fugly motherfucker. God, I wish they would remake that game. Well, with how well this game did, you never know. Yeah. Uh, and put the okay, Warrior so, of Light from Final Fantasy. If they're gonna go. Oh, with the original the, Final Fantasy. Okay. Yeah, the Warrior of Light. Uh, Noctis would be an obvious one. I hope not personally, because he's already in Tekken. Yeah, I don't think he will be just because he is in Tekken. Um, okay, that, but that's not the, that wasn't the question to be fair. So uh, throwing this one out here, Majima from the Yakuza series. Oh, that'd be fun. This that crazy ass motherfucker. I would right. love to see him in this game. Um, let me see. Let me see what other which other ones would be fun. Because that's half the appeal of uh, Soul Calibur would against characters. Yeah. More of like characters that make sense and fit in that modern day and time, or that. I mean, Ezio fits somehow. No, Ezio fits. Oh, fucking right. Star Wars, that shit can get the fuck out. I don't mind. Bring Star Wars. back Yoda. Hell, fucking. <laughs> Bringing tournament Kylo. tourney banned right away. But no, Dan and I had discussion. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. But no, Dan and I had discussion. Bring the maids back from uh, Soul Calibur Three. Yeah, that. But as like maybe the shopkeepers again. Actually, no. Yeah, bring yeah. back Ben Spolo. <laughs> Bring back Ben Solo. Ben, ben Swallow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, if they were gonna play a Star Wars character, it would be Kylo Ren. It probably would. Uh, no, it probably would be. He fits. Yeah, or Ray. He and well, because you can't just have one. You yeah. can have both of them. Yeah, that'd be fun. If they were gonna do Star Wars again, Link. But the thing is, that it's not on any Nintendo console as as far as we know yet. Yep, six has not been confirmed for a Switch release yet. Yeah, and there's no way Nintendo will allow that to be on other versions. Dude, Ever. Because well, well, I, I, mean, I feel like you could easily do DLC packs for like bonus characters. Mm, also, I found out something fun, an interesting fact about the whole uh, cross Tekken, not cross Tekken, cross, cross battle. The cross yeah. battle yeah. is that it's actually only selling for forty. Yeah. Yep. It's not. It's not selling as a full figure yeah, game. Good. So that was. So now you can all. We can all. That kind of eases the blow of the uh, 30, 20 characters in the DLC in the uh, season pass. Right. Still a little bit unnecessary, but fuck it, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, if... Okay, if we're going to talk, like, maybe character exclusives. Mm-hmm. Okay, for PlayStation, um, I think I mentioned... I don't know if I mentioned it before, but the, uh, Bloodborne Hunter. Oh, yeah. Bloodborne Hunter or 2B? Because... Yeah. yeah. Near Automata is technically a... Play- oh, no, it's not technically. It is a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. So you can either have, I think, 2B and Blood Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Maybe Aloy from... Ooh, maybe. From... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Alloy, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's for Xbox, because it is coming on Xbox. Spinal. Oh, Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, yeah, Spinal. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I I don't remember a lot of Killer Instinct characters. Because honestly, for Xbox, I couldn't think of a single other exclusive character. What about PC? Because you know it's coming out for PC. I don't think PC will have an exclusive character. If they did. If they did, that's exclusive to PC. Fuck, what's exclusive to PC? Monica from Doki Doki. Just Monica. Just Monica. Just Monica. No. Just no. Monica. Super move. No, Just someone will Monica. make that a character creator. Fucking lord. You know they will. <laughs> if you even throw out quotes, I'm sure. If she doesn't know. do it first. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought that was a little fun. Yeah. All right, let's move on. If you want to tell us who you think will be in Soul Calibur 5 as 6 as a guest character, please let Samina be the returning character as well. Oh, uh, returning character, yeah. Who would, you se- who would you send an email to? Not us. Yes, because we have we have no state. I really don't have any poll. Yeah. We can like forward it. Yeah. So if you want to send it to us, so we can forward it, you go to ps2plv at gmail.com and let me try that one more time slower. PS PS2 PS2 PLV at gmail.com. Screwed in shop remix. And you could set 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 sound. 
just, just, just drop the bass like this. Malfunctioning <laughs> robot over here. All right. So, um, Josie wants to know. Ever had a game where you played the mini games more than the actual game? I feel like this question was just solely dedicated to say, yeah, I played Pokemon Stadium before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Yakuza series. Oh yeah, that's right. I played a bunch of like just the mini game shit over there. Saints Row then. Saints, yeah, Saints Row had some great mini games that I, I got lost in. Yeah. Uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shard on the N64. Oh, that one, that that Jim Green. That though. fucking you you know which one like the block one mm -hmm. where you're like. How <laughs> about you? Yeah, anyone? Oh, uh, in Xenosaw game where you they had like a mini game in there where you're basically trying to get up to like certain like it's like platforming. Yeah, basically. I spent my most of the time playing that. Okay, will this count, Catherine? Yeah, yes. that works. Yeah. yeah, that the game that's actually some mini game in, in the game. A right. Mini game, a mini game. Oh, if we want a good funny one, just because there was a Duke Nukem thing, I spent more time trying to get the fucking uh, air hockey achievement than I did probably playing the fucking game. <laughs> That shit was bullshit. In Blue Reflection, I spent like a lot of time just trying to get that Lolita, Gothic Lolita, in the monster dark caves. Oh. Okay, last one. I think this is. I think y'all agree with DOA Extreme. Who actually played volleyball in that game? Who actually played the volleyball? Who didn't spend hours in the casino so they can buy more bikinis? No, the only casino I spent hours in is. In Are the you asking concert. who didn't or who did? Who didn't? Who did didn't play volleyball? I mean who. Who actually does play the volleyball? Oh yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, I hated playing volleyball. The volleyball thing was hard. Yeah, <laughs> like my dick. The only gambling I when would they do saw, you know, Marie Rose. Ooh, and then it went right back down. The only <laughs> I did was in Gold Saucer. That's the only gambling I would ever do. Oh yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Ten. I played a lot of Blitzball. For I years. fucking hated Blitzball. I liked it. I'd rather chew off my own face than fucking play Blitzball. I did like what they how they did it in Act Ten Two. I wish they would have done. I wish they would have given that. I wish they would have Square Enix would have gone to like a sports people and like then let them code that part because it would be so much more fun if it was like an actual sports game. Oh, I know, uh, Spiral Dragon. I spent hours playing with the flying. Oh yeah, similar. yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, Brian wants to know. I guess me and Becky and I started doing favorite to the Royal Rumble. Men or women's? We, we can answer both. Okay. So uh, for the men, I'm Shinsuke. Shinsuke for me. That's it's my favorite. Shinsuke. I hopefully it's gonna be Shinsuke. As for the women, or Finn Balor. But oh. no, it's gonna go. To, it can't be Finn Balor because he's on Raw. Yeah. That's the only problem. The only problem with knowing that the fact that Braun Strowman, not Braun, Brock and Roman Reigns, Brock and Roman are event. fighting at our WrestleMania is that it, it's gonna be a SmackDown person. So it's either gonna be Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, Sami Zayn's not gonna be in it because he's gonna be fighting earlier on. Yeah. Maybe Bobby Roode if he's in it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, as for the women's, it's probably gonna be Ronda Rousey. It's probably gonna be Ronda Rousey as much as I fucking hate it. Even though she said she's in another country to film a movie. Yeah, sure. You keep saying that, lady. Sure you sure you are. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, or, or you can be like, maybe Bailey to help get her character back online. But That'd be a nice one. Or, yeah. or otherwise, it'd be Asuka. Yeah, it's going to be Asuka. If it's not Ronda Rousey, to be honest. Uh, Adam wants to know, what's the longest you've ever been obsessed with, this, with any series? Well, Mass Effect came out in 2010. Yeah. Still obsessed over that. Okay. Sword Art came out in 2012. I'm still obsessed over that. <laughs> Mario. I've been playing Mario since I've been a kid. Oh, no, I guess I'm not really obsessed with Mario. Mm -hmm. um, for a while, like for the longest time, when I first, Garon Lagan first came out, I was on a Garon Lagan kick for like a long, like a year. After oh yeah. That. <laughs> like anything Garon Lagan related, I would watch. Right. I say I've been obsessed with the Tell series since 2004 because. 
That was Legendio with my first game. Um, Tillier series, I'm still obsessed with it. Uh, I don't know. I played Verona like back maybe before, like a year after I graduated high school. Um, oh, let's see what else. I've been playing League for four years. <laughs> I still, play Street Fighter. <laughs> I'm still obsessed with the Concent Concentro or the, the Naruto series ah. since 2000. I wouldn't call me obsessed, but apparently I'm really good at Tetris. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Soul Calibur series, I've been fucking obsessed since I was a kid. There's no cure. To the point where I can't play with friends anymore. No, you just can't play with me, to be fair. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I apologize for that. Nah, it was funny. Because, um, I don't, because normally I'm not that competitive until someone starts, it's only when the trash talking starts coming out that it turns on and I get angry. And even when it stops, apparently, then you can't turn it off. Well, no, that's my problem. Once I'm angry, yeah. it's on. I thought you were just upset. You weren't angry. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So uh, what are we looking forward to this week? Let's uh, see. More Monster Hunter and more DBZ fighters. World Rumbles tomorrow. World Rumbles tomorrow. Too bad I have to work. Yeah. Damn it. Monster Hunter and 4.2 is patch dropping and uh, all of Kafka in a... Uh, that's a game that just because you said Kefka, that's a game that went completely fucking shot in the Dissidia. Oh yeah, Dissidia well, came out. No, it comes out on Tuesday. It oh was, yeah, no, but people forgot it did. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Fuck that game. I want to play Dissidia, which I'm also looking forward to, and I'm looking forward to, like I said, the 4.2 drop for uh, 14. Oh yeah, next week I won't be on the podcast, and neither will the background noise. It's gonna be you three, hopefully. You guys will set it up because we'll be in California. Have fun. Yeah. Going to Universal, Universal for my birthday. Yep. Um, other than that. Yeah, yeah, I can't really think of anything I'm too pumped uh, up for. I plan to be streaming, start streaming like PUBG and Fortnite on a regular basis soon. Okay. It'll most likely be on weekends because that's the best time for me. I God, I'll get my streaming schedule back on. Schedule. I'm planning. Basically, I was talking with Daniel before the thing. I'll probably I'm gonna finish Blue Reflection after the, after this, and then after that I'll start probably creating my own or building your own channel. Building my own channel for solo streams, but I but with that I hope I hope to that we'll be doing more group streams. Group streams that way we can stream on PS2 PLD. Yeah, we yeah. need to do a lot more group streams. Yeah, we do. We I agree. I'm always fucking. No, yeah, no, I want to do more. You're right. <laughs> we we gotta and we should. Okay, so anyway, with episode 181, it's been Daniel. And the Reckless Renegade. Aka. UA. Until next time, folks. You want to take it from here? Not you. No, I'm going to do it. Fuck. Stay nerdy, Don't folks. Don't talk to the top of the mic. Too bad. You try it now, Daniel. <sighs> so until next time, folks. Stay nerdy. Please, Daniel. We gotta stay nerdy, folks. We gotta, like, we, get, we can't say folks twice. We gotta find something, like, different to say. Until next time. Stay nerdy, just, just, say, just say until next time. Until nerdy. next time. Stay nerdy, folks. Because saying folks twice, I don't know, that sounds weird to me. Oh, Kids. sorry. I say folks all the time. Yeah. Sign our motherfuckers! See you next week. I don't love y'all. She doesn't. <laughs> <laughs>